Ilahi Rabbil Alameen, Rahman Rahim, Maliki Yomidin, Iyakana Abudu, Wa Iyakana Skaim, Idina Sirat al Mustakim, Sirat al Ladina Anamta Alaikim, I will not do the Alaikim, Wala Shalom Aleikum, Assalamu Aleikum, Shalom, Salam, Namaste, Peace, Greetings, this is Naeem Abdurafi, welcome to Listen to the Quran in Easy English. Today I'll read chapter 57 of the Quran, Hadid, Iron, the metal, Iron, Hadid. First my standard introduction. What are we reading or listening to when we read or listen to the Quran? Answer, the words of God, the Creator. Allah, la, object of worship, al, the article, the, Allah, the object of worship, Allah. I'll be using the term God. We're listening to (coughs) or reading the words of God. God conveyed those words to Gabriel, the revelation angel. Gabriel, by the way, is referred to in the Quran as Ruh Ruh al-Qudus, the Holy Spirit. Gabriel conveyed the words just as they were given to him, to Muhammad, the prophet. This conveyance took place over the course of 23 years, from 610 to 633 A.D., or Common Era. The beginning of this interaction between Muhammad and the angel Gabriel marks the beginning of Muhammad's commission as a prophet. Muhammad memorized the words. He recited the words to family and followers. They memorized the words. Those who could write wrote and memorized them. Prophet Muhammad shared the words with others. They memorized, wrote, and shared. When the five daily prayers became a duty of Muhammad and his followers, recitation of the words became a major component of prayer. In the last year of his life, in the month of Ramadan, Gabriel came to Muhammad nightly and taught him the organization of the Quran that made the Quran timeless. Every Muslim in the world knows at least some of the Quran, some of the words, verbatim just as they were conveyed to Muhammad by the revelation angel Gabriel. Gabriel. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, know all the words. That is, they can recite the Quran from memory. So the five daily prayers, uh, prayers we Muslims perform are for both worship and for preserving the Quran. Muhammad himself could neither read nor write, but he was not illiterate. His society was a non-literate society, not an illiterate society. In fact, Muhammad was an eloquent speaker of Arabic. There were those much more eloquent, I'm talking about poets, throughout Arabia among the nomadic tribes and the settlements, poets and poetry were greatly esteemed. The early rejectors of Muhammad, poets among them, recognized the Quran as being poetry without equal, and they accused Muhammad of being a poet when, in fact, he had never been known to compose poetry. No, the words were from God. The words pertain to specific events occurring during the time they were being revealed, and the words address specific audiences. But while the words address specific audiences, they were instruction for anyone hearing them at that time, and at this time, and for all time. Muhammad and his followers learned all the words. Among the various audiences addressed are these, all the worlds. The Quran says of itself, Allah says, God says, that the Quran is a mercy to all the worlds, 
the worlds of men, the world, uh, 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 the world of men, the world of gen, that is the spirit world, and the world of creatures, and and uh, the world of uh, galaxies and uh, those we know about and and uh, and about which we only speculate, and and uh, uh, inhabitants of of those those uh, galaxies uh, about which we speculate and believers uh, believers are addressed the Quran says that it is a guidance for believers believers of all kinds not just Muslims Muhammad himself his followers his immediate family his wives doubters deniers opponents bitter opponents enemies idol worshippers Idol worship prevailed on the Arabian Peninsula and in many, if not most, other places in the world at the time of Muhammad and for many centuries, possibly millennia, before his time. There were Christians and Jews in Arabia, and there were those like Muhammad who did their best to adhere to what uh, Prophet Abraham had left, left there 3,000 years earlier through his son Ishmael, Prophet Ishmael. But idol worship prevailed, especially in Mecca the barren, deserted place where God directed Abraham to leave his infant son Ishmael and Ishmael's mother, Hajah. I am referring to the story in Genesis where Hajah is called Hagar and Mecca is called Baca. Mecca was Muhammad's birthplace and home until he was 52 years old. Muhammad was a descendant of Abraham through Ishmael. Also addressed the hypocrites and Jews and Christians and Jews and Christians as a group. They are referred to as the people of the book, the Ahlul Kitab. The book in this case being what is known as the Umul Kitab, the mother uh, of, of the book, that is the book that is with God. What Moses received is from that book. What David received, that is the Psalms, is from that book. What Jesus received, that is the Gospels or the teachings, is from that book. What Muhammad received is from that book. These prophets of God were also messengers of God. They were inspired with words from God and the instruction that the words were to become a book, a scripture, a writing. We know that Abraham received the scripture, but we have no vestiges of it. Noah may have received the scripture, but we have no vestiges of that. I use the term vestige deliberately. Vestige means remnant, suggesting a sizable remnant. The books commonly known today as scripture really are just that sizable remnants of actual scripture, but only that. They contain scripture along with other material, some of it relevant and some of it not. Time does what time does. It takes its soul. Over the millennia, there has been loss and there has been addition of what should not have been added. Humans do what humans do. This is not the case with the Quran. Within 25 years of the passing of Muhammad, what was meant to become scripture became so, a standardized book, one that has been preserved for the benefit of all humankind. Finally, with respect to audience, on rare occasion, individuals are addressed, even by name. For the words of God address specific circumstances uh, and people in the time of Muhammad. At the same time, they address timeless issues and speak to humanity for all time. Following are some things addressed by the words the purpose of life, the nature of the life of this world, guidance for successful living in the life of this world, guidance in the form of information 
encouragement, reminder, inspiration, warning, the purpose of paradise, description of paradise, the purpose of hell, description of hell, description of judgment day, or day of reckoning, final hour, resurrection day. These are all the same. Elucidation of earlier scripture with detail. Correction of misrepresentations of earlier scripture. Religious instruction, that is, how to worship, how not to worship. Description and source of wisdom and prophecy. All prophets prophesy, that is, foretell future events, especially those who are also messengers. Muhammad, Jesus, David, Moses, Abraham, and maybe a few more were prophets who were also messengers. They received a message. But there were many prophets who were not messengers, but who prophesied, thousands of them. For example, Old Testament prophets like Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Joshua, Samuel, Amos, Daniel, Hosea, Solomon, uh, and others. And Ishmael, uh, who was not an Old Testament prophet as such, but of course he is mentioned in the, uh, in, in, in the Old Testament. However, <clears throat> over the millennia and into the present, there have been people who have not been commissioned by God as prophets, but who claim to or are claimed to prophesy. I'm not so sure about those claims. Finally, a hopeful note. The references and allusions to events occurring during the years the Quran was being revealed could cause confusion, but they shouldn't. Yes, knowing what the references and allusions point to do deepen understanding, but not knowing takes nothing away from understanding. The translations I use have notes, in some cases lots of notes, along with appendices. When I first started reading the Quran 40 plus years ago, I eventually learned to bypass the notes and appendices and went back to them later. Nothing lost, much gained. So it is with understanding the many references and allusions in the Quran to Torah, to Old Testament, uh, to Psalms, to the Gospels. So it is with knowing world history. So it is with knowing classical Arabic. So it is with being able to unpack Arabic poetry that utilizes the Arabic of the time of Muhammad. So it is with being able to linguistically analyze the spoken Arabic of that time. Certainly having background in these areas could deepen one's understanding of the Quran. But we must keep in mind that the words are the words of the creator and sustainer of the heavens, the earth, all upon, all within, all beyond and all between. Meaning runs to depths humans cannot fathom. Meaning is also right at the surface in easy English. So listen to the Quran in easy English and for the purposes of feedback, uh, go to the landing page, uh, the address of which is this, 607-206-9720.com. 607-206-9720.com. Once again, 607-206-9720.com. And I'll give that to you again uh, when we close. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll go to today's reading. Um, it's a rather short. Um, <coughs> So this is Surah 57, Hadid, 
which means iron, the metal iron. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. With the name of God, most gracious, most merciful, whatever is in the heavens and on earth, let it declare the praises and glory of God. For he is exalted in might, the wise. To him belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth. It is he who gives life and death, and he has power over all things. He is the first and the last, the evident and the eminent, and he has full knowledge of all things. It is he who created the heavens and the earth in six days and is, moreover, firmly established on the throne. He knows what enters within the earth and what comes forth out of it, what comes down from heaven and what mounts up to it. And he is with you wherever you may be. And God sees well all that you do. To him belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth, and all affairs are referred back to God. He merges night into day, and he merges day into night, and he has full knowledge of the secrets of hearts. Believe in in, in God and his messenger, and spend out of what he has made for you. He made you heirs. For those of you who believe and spend, for them is a great reward. Spend means give charity. What cause have you uh, that you should not believe in in, in God? And, and And the messenger invites you to believe in your Lord and has indeed taken your covenant if you are men of faith. He is the one who sends to his servant manifest signs. The servant here referred to here is Muhammad. He is the one who sends to his servant clear signs, manifest signs, that he may lead you from the depths of darkness into light. And verily, God is to you most kind and merciful. And what cause have you uh, that you should not spend in the cause of Allah? Uh, for, For to God belongs the heritage of the heavens and the earth. Not equal among you are those who spent and fought before the victory. Those are higher in rank, those who spent and fought afterwards, but higher in rank than those who spent and fought afterwards. But to all has God promised a goodly reward. God is well acquainted with all that you do. So the reference here is specific. He's making it, God is making a distinction between those who followed Muhammad uh, before uh, the conquest of Mecca and, and those who followed him later. The, the former, of course, is is, uh, is is higher in, in, in rank, if you will, in esteem, in, in, in the sight of God. Who is he that will loan to God a beautiful loan? Well, he will increase it manifold to his credit, and he will have a liberal reward. One day shall you see the believing men and the believing women, how their light 
runs before them and by and before them and by their right hands. Good news for you this day, gardens beneath which flow rivers to dwell there forever. This is indeed the highest achievement. One day will the hypocrites, men and women, say to the believers, Wait for us, let us borrow from your light. It will be said, Turn back to your rear. Then seek a light. So a wall will be put up between them with a gate there. Within it will be mercy throughout, and without it, all alongside, will be punishment. Those on the outside will call out, Were we not with you? True, but you led yourselves into temptation. You looked forward. You doubted. And and desires deceived you until there issued the command of God. And the deceiver deceived you in respect of God, that is the shaitan, the deceiver. This day shall no ransom be accepted of you, nor of those who rejected God. Your abode is the fire. That is the proper place to claim you, and an evil refuge it is. Has not the time arrived for the believers that their hearts, in all humility, should engage in the remembrance of God and of the truth which has been revealed, and that they should not become like those to whom was given revelation before, but long ages passed over them? And their hearts grew hard. For many among them are are rebellious transgressors. Know that that God gives life to the earth after its death. Already have, have we shown the signs plainly to you that you may learn wisdom. For those who give in charity, men and women, and loan to God a beautiful loan, it shall be increased manifold. And they shall have a liberal reward. And those who believe in God and his messengers, they are the sincere and and the witnesses in the eyes of their Lord. They shall have their reward and their light. For those who reject God and deny our signs, they are the companions of hellfire. Know that the life of this world is but play and amusement pomp and mutual boasting and multiplying among yourselves riches and children. Here is a similitude, a metaphor. How rain and the growth which it brings forth delight the tillers. Soon it withers. You will see it grow yellow. Then it becomes dry and crumbles away. But in the hereafter is a penalty severe and forgiveness from God and good pleasure. And what is the life of this world but goods and chattels of deception? Be foremost in forgiveness from your Lord and for a garden the, the width whereof is as the width of heaven and earth prepared for those who believe in God and his messengers. That is the grace of God, which he bestows on whom he pleases. And God is the Lord of grace 
abounding. <clears throat> no misfortune can happen on earth or in your souls, but it is recorded in a decree before we bring it into existence. That is truly easy for God. In order that you may not despair over matters that pass you by, nor exult over favors bestowed upon you, for God does not love any vainglorious bolster. Such persons are covetous and commend covet- covetousness to men. And if, he, and if any turn back, verily God is free of all needs, worthy of all praise. <clears throat> we, we sent before our messengers with clear signs and sent down with them the book and the balance, the criterion between right and wrong, the book and the balance, that men may stand forth in justice. And we sent down iron in, in, in which is mighty war. That is, the iron is, 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 is used for um, um, coats of mail. Iron in, in which is mighty war. And, and iron, of course, is the, is the material for, uh, for weapons. as well as many benefits for for mankind, that God may test who it is that will help. Unseen, him and his messengers, who will help him and his messengers. For God is full of strength, exalted in might. And we sent Noah and Abraham and established in their line prophethood and revelation. And some of them were on right guidance, but many of them became rebellious transgressors. Then, in their wake, we followed them up with our messengers. We sent after them Jesus, the son of Mary, and bestowed on him the gospel. And we ordained in the hearts of those who followed him compassion and mercy But the monasticism which they invented for themselves, we did not prescribe for them, only the seeking for the good pleasure of God. But but that they did not foster as they should have done. Yet we bestowed on those among them who believed their reward, but many of them are rebellious transgressors. O you who believe, fear God. And believe in his messenger, and he will bestow on you a double portion of his mercy. He will provide for you a light by which you shall walk, and he will forgive you, for God is oft forgiving, most merciful. That the people of the book may know that they have no power whatever over the grace of God, that grace is in his hand to bestow on it on whomsoever he wills. For God is the Lord of grace abounding. <clears throat> so we'll stop there. Um, there's much that uh, just 
right on the surface I could comment on, but um, I will not. So, again, Sadiqallah Halazim, God is the witness to the truth. God is the, the sincere, the sincere speaker of the truth. And um, with that, uh, we close. And uh, I, th- I, I, I thank uh, my listeners and uh, for your attendance and attention and forbearance. And I, got, and I ask God to bring to my attention any errors I have, I, I'm, uh, I have made or any confusion that I have caused and that he not hold blamable anyone who does or says anything incorrect, having been misled by my misrepresentations or any confusion that I've caused. So if you have any questions you want to give feedback, um, go to the landing page, 607-206-9720. 607-206-9720.com. 607-206-9720.com. So with that, Shalom, Salam. Thank <laughs> you.